Blog Talk Radio. Now relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience if you are not sexual you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual it takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions of have master that. And in this way we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we aren't talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. Do your breathing and sit the energy going out into the earth and goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a hot to here. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through uh, a thrusting channel in Tibetan. I mean, uh, in Chinese. Then it's called the Uma Channel, right in the center of the body. 
And we say that, well, I don't feel it. But you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You've made a decision to do something. It's complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder. You know, it's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. OriginalNatureRadio.com and each and every Tuesday night is some time with you at 8 o'clock. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. And tonight is going to be a super special night. Don't you, don't don't doubt it. That's that's really the, that's really how you win. Don't come over here doubting some time with you night. We're pulling things out the hat you never heard of. And because it's all about what you need to hear. Sometimes you got to play something that you've never heard before before it becomes a hit. James Brown was never heard of before he was a hit. Elvis Presley was never a hit before he was heard of. Uh, Jay-Z, Mahalia Jackson, they all came out of nowhere to be something. So sometimetry came out of nowhere, came out of no thing, which is a number of things to give you what we're offering tonight. And each and every night, and this is our 30th show in a row. 30. Don't get no final here in Carolina, because I'm broadcasting live and direct from North Carolina. And I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Some of y'all have been rocking with the best 
since day one, and some of you all just gotten on board. Either way, we appreciate it all the way around. Um, we have solutions. This is a solution-based show. Say that with me, everybody. This is a solution-based show, all right? So what we do here is come up with the tips, tools, and techniques, the rules and the jewels to help you move forward in your particular path to optimal health and optimal wellness. Tonight we are doing our 8-11 meditation and our 9-11 meditation, so I got to go ahead and bring in my co-host with the mostest, uh, 14 years in the Asian medicine, um, big baller himself, engineer. Uh, some people call him the Greensboro Shaman. He's also the director and head of the American School of Symptometry. Y'all put your hands together for my brother and yours, Dr. Charles Adams. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. Good evening, Coach Kair. How oh, are yes, you sir. How are you feeling today? Feeling so fine. Symptometry Tuesday. It's always great. <laughs> feeling great today. <laughs> you know, it's just I, I really feel special just to be a part of this program. I mean, to, to, to sit on here and, and to actually to, to be able to talk to you and converse with you and Dr. Nardi about things in regards to health and wellness and spiritual evolution and just how to maintain a, a healthy body and to keep on living. Mm-hmm. And to, act, to actually spend time with you up in uh, northern Virginia, that was absolutely fantastic. And to see how you actually were able to work with people with your emotional freedom technique. And then last week we were able to even go in deeper so Every weekend, every Tuesday, is actually an honor for me to, to be here, and I feel good. I mean, each and every day, symptometry is revealing new information and just finding out about the human beings and, and how we function and, and the best way to stay well and work on it each and every day. Well, that's what we're going to so, do now is, uh, I didn't mean to cut your wisdom, but we're getting ready to try to be on schedule with this 8-11 meditation. Last week we had okay. such a big response from it. It's 8-10 right now, so I want everybody to be in my, in line at 8-11. So uh, I'm going to bring you right back on right after the meditation. All right, Doc? Okay. No, glad to be here. All right. Thank you. If everyone would please sit up in their chair or either you can lie down on the floor Take a deep breath through the nose and pull up the shoulders to the ears. And exhale out the mouth and slowly let the shoulders down and relax. Inhale through the nose and slowly raise the shoulders up to the ears. And exhale out the mouth and let the shoulders come down slowly and let all the breath come out of the lungs. One more big breath, inhale, pull the spine up, pull the shoulders up through the nose, and exhale out the mouth and drop the shoulders and relax, relax, relax. Now, if you'd like to cross your legs, sit on the floor. If you'd like to sit on the edge of the chair with your feet flat, your shoes are off, nice, comfortable clothing. 
fingertips touching. Please let your pinky, your ring finger, your middle finger, your first finger, and your thumb touch. And just rest in your lap and begin to inhale slowly through the nose, letting the stomach expand. And slowly exhale out of the nose, letting the stomach come slowly back to the, towards the spine. Inhale, letting the stomach slowly expand. And exhale through the nose, slowly through the nose, and let the stomach come back towards the spine. Inhale, ladies, and feel the air rising up the front of the body. Inhale up the front, all the way to the crown. And exhale down the back. Ooh, water falling. Inhale, feel the steam rising up the front. And exhale out the nose, feeling cool water coming down the back. For the men listening, please inhale, feeling steam rising up the spine to the top of the head. And exhale slowly, feeling cool water coming down Men, inhaling, steam rising up the back. And exhale. Relax. Continue the breath pattern. All of your attention be focused in on just relax. Just relax. Each exhale go a little deeper in any thought that comes up, let it pass just like a commercial. Let your breath be your medicine and celebrate each and every inhale. Celebrate your being here right now. Celebrate your God connection. Celebrate your each in slowly inhaling rising slowly exhaling waterfall
slowly start to drop the visualization all behind the navel, right in the center of come into a pearl inside of a beautiful lotus no thought just be the pearl no ambitions connect with your breath your God source. Be very still. start to expand the heart slowly expanding the aura on each inhale letting the the body radiate love Letting love radiate from your pores. Calm. Relaxation. Tranquility. Flesh. Inhale. Expand to the top of the head. Feet of the body. Surrounded by a golden light. Feel your body being surrounded by a golden light. Feel the feel the love hitting from your body. Feel how valuable. Just relax. We're going to start coming back to consciousness. A big inhale. Exhale out the mouth and release. Big exhale out the mouth. Last one. Big inhale through the nose. Big exhale out the mouth and just relax. Slowly open the eyes, very slowly. Bring the palms together. Head down into the heart. 
feel like the waves of and feel love emitting from the heart. And just relax. Just act. Thank you for joining us. It's some commentary now. every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. All the numbers to three. We have 205 989. Dr. Abbott, are you still with us? Yes, sir. This is what delightful meditation. Your voice sounds like a hundred times more mellow right now. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I really enjoy doing that meditation. Uh, last week was our nurturing call, which we'll be having the fourth Tuesday of every month. Um, but a, one of the mothers uh, inboxed me and asked, "Were we doing the meditation tonight?" So I told her that yes, we could do that. And that may be one of the things that I include as a staple as we include more nurturing here on Symptometry Night, along with the scientific facts that go along with Symptometry each and every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. What do you think about that, Dr. Adams? I think that's a great idea. I mean, I think it's a great, something wonderful to implement. Well, I'm sorry, say that again? I I said it works because... You know, with the hustle and bustle, we just go into information overload and everything else overload. So actually to take the time to breathe and allow the body to get into a rhythm with the heart, the mind, and the emotional body and the physical body through the breath. So actually an excellent plan to implement, you know, as we go into further and further into symptometry and everything else that we incorporate to make our lives better. Mm. Exactly. Well, without further ado, I want to bring on the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, recognized by the Stanford Who's Who as uh, a major player in the science of healing, founder of symptometry, an accomplished and pioneering healthcare professional, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Y'all get up and put your hands together. This is a dream come true. Good afternoon. I mean, good evening, Dr. Nardi. Oh, good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. Good evening, Dr. Nardi. 
And good evening, the entire house. <laughs> hey, listen, they, I got a call from Canada. They said they were listening tonight. So, they said, so, they're waiting for. Big ups to Canada. Big ups to Canada. This is a dream come true. Dr. Naughty, 30 weeks ago, we met for the first time on the phone, and now look where we're at now. <laughs> well, well, just like a wave. It's a, just like a wave, a successive, a successive series of waves. So that is good. Um, and uh, this is the 30th one and still going strong, and uh, people are loving every bit of it, and people are still asking questions. And uh, uh, sometimes it's very hard to, to, to let the information sink in, but eventually it sinks in, and once people grab it, they will not leave it, they will not let it go. So that is good. And that's good because tonight we're going to see who can hold on. This, tonight is the hold on show tonight, Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, because we have had many shows where we talked about this subject but we have not dedicated a show to this particular area. And tonight I wanted to kill two birds with one stone and go ahead and lay it to rest so we can dedicate a whole two hours. Oh, there will not be an after party tonight. Dr. Nardi's going to be getting off on time. Dr. Abbott's going to go get him some rest. We're going to be we're gonna open the lines up about uh, 9.30 for questions and comments. So please, if you have some questions, put them in the chat room. Well, go ahead and raise your hand now, and I'll try to check in with you periodically and include it into the conversation. But tonight, we're going to get it in the open tonight, Dr. Abbott and Dr. Nardi. This canola oil versus olive oil. Ding, 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 ding. And, and we're going to do the rice milk versus the almond milk. So many people are cultu <laughs> cultural eaters. Oh, so-and-so said it was made in the factory. Oh, it's a plant. Oh, what about the... What about the almond milk? Oh, I drink this all the time. Oh, olive oil is natural. Canola oil is made in the laboratory. Whine and complain. Uh, and then I ask them one question, Dr. Nardi. I say, well, how many nutrient blockers does it have? They say, what's a nutrient blocker? They have no idea. So tonight we're getting ready to get into the nutrient blockers. We're getting into the benefits. We're getting ready to get into the pluses and the minuses. And please remember... We are here. No, no, the train has left the station because this is an old episode. This is it's been on probably ten episodes, but tonight we're gonna get it out there in the order, get it out there in the open, and just let it be done with. Doctor Nardi, which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do the rice milk and almond milk first, or do you want to do the canola oil and the olive oil first? Oh, you know what? It, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it does not matter. Um, um, either way, I am fine because this is something that I've worked on for many, many years. And uh, as a therapeutic scientist, I don't just go to the laboratory to uh, combine things and then get results. I apply them to real-life situations, mm. and this is where I get results. Mm. And many people have never done what we are doing in symptometry. When you get results from the lab, 
and then you see how the results are applicable to real life situations. So whether it is whether it is uh, milk or it is oil, uh, I am fine. Let us start with oil if you want. Oh, uh, I, I know Dr. Abbott has, has something to I add. One thing. I, I, well, could you also put add in there coconut oil? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And and look, not only are we going to throw in coconut oil for the listeners tonight, we're going to throw in coconut milk. We're going to line Ooh. it all up. We're going to line it all up tonight. And listen, some is here. For optimal wellness, not to be people friendly. We are we what well, Dr. Nardi does his best and Dr. Abbott do their best to try not to be non confrontational. Coach Kyrie don't care. I might have swinging my machete tonight. I've seen the results <laughs> in my own life. Uh I'm tired of people with um non scientific backgrounds coming at me through their emotions. Uh the audience that is listening tonight is an intelligent audience. But if you do have some disputes Get ready. Get ready because we have some facts for you. So I see some of you have already raised your hand from the 586 area code, the 317, the 215. Um, You're not going to be able to talk until you listen. A lot of people don't listen, and they want to start talking. So we're going to bring in the scientist tonight, Dr. Maxwell Nardi, and give you some facts. And then we're gonna take your calls. But if you are in the queue, if you want to, if you want to write some questions down, please take notes and be able to come with it. And if you have some testimonies from people who have switched from uh, olive oil to canola oil, or from uh, grapeseed oil to canola, please call in as well because we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the world who are following the guidelines of symptometry and are experiencing some magnificent things in their health right now. Okay, so Dr. Nardi, let's go ahead with the oil. All right. Um, first, don't forget that I also started where the ordinary people started. Uh, when you want to have some information, you go on the internet, you Google, and then what the internet tells you, if you don't have a better source of information, you stick to what the internet tells you. The internet is not a credible site of information, except it is coming from a government site, like if you want to know more about vaccines, you want to know more about uh, certain uh, facts uh, that um, are associated with certain practices that the government sponsors. You have the government sites that are there. And then when you compare and contrast what is on the government website with what you find in the laboratory, there is a match about 90% of the time. So this is the only credible source of information. If you rely on the internet for general information, I am sorry, you're going to miss the boat several times. So um, if you want a credible source of information, have access 
to a laboratory. The best laboratories are those that use the most modern scientific equipment, especially gas chromatography, paper chromatography, and liquid chromatography. If you don't have access to these, then I am sorry. What you are going to do is you are going to be parroting other people's works, other people's speculations, and other people's opinions. When this happens, you will be left standing with the bag because you have nothing to prove. And that is not how we want you to proceed. When it comes to coconut oil, I keep saying, I, I keep talking about coconut oil because in Togo, um, next to Ghana, there is a big copra industry. And that copra industry, copra, C-O-P-R-A, that copra industry, um, gets squeezes oil out of coconut. And this is what it sells. And many people from Ghana have been getting their coconut oil from Togo. Um, they've set up a factory also in certain parts of Hohoi and Ho in certain parts of Ghana. And this has been causing a lot of problems. A lot of problems. A lot of eye problems. Eye problems. And it was only after I deconstructed coconut oil, canola oil, olive oil, safflower oil, corn oil, peanut oil, and so on and so forth, that I got to know the truth for myself. So what did I start doing? I started testing this on myself. I started, my wife started testing it, and others started testing it, and we started getting results and results. This is what I meant by getting results from a laboratory and applying them from to real-life situations. When it comes to saturated fat, what does saturated fat do? Saturated fat slows down circulation. I have many people who tell me, Dr. Naji, if I sleep on my left side and I'm turning to sleep on my right side, my whole left side is numb. I say, okay, what kind of oil do you cook with? This is what saturated fat does. Canola oil has only 7% of saturated fat. Olive oil doubles this plus two. Olive oil, whether it is extra virgin or regular olive oil, has 16%. Seven plus seven equals 14 plus 
So if you are experiencing numbness or what is called neuropathy, please think twice about the kind of oil you are using. Two, oleic acid, O for orange, L for Larry, E for Edward, I for ink, C for comfort, oleic acid. This is the, this is the, uh, the component of the oil that slows down fibrin disentanglement. Let me explain. When blood clots, it, it is fibrins that come together. It's called the clotting factor. It is fibrins that come together for blood to clot so that the person stops bleeding. If you cook with an oil that has too much oleic acid, you're going to have bleeding problems. We have women who bleed and bleed and bleed, have menstrual bleeding for 10 days, for nine days. And this, 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 this blood is very clotty. That is very dangerous. That is a sign telling you that the kind of oil you are cooking with should be changed. Canola oil has 54% of oleic acid. Olive oil has 76% of oleic acid. Coconut oil has 92% of oleic acid. If you have a bleeding problem, some people bleed from their rectum regularly and they don't understand. This is not a good sign. It is not just a matter of doing tests in a laboratory and then keeping this in the books. We, in symptomatic, we go a step further. We apply this to real-life situations and understand the root cause of many ailments. Physicians don't do this. You go, to, you go to a hospital, you go anywhere where physicians are, they say they are going to run a test. They are going to run a test. And they run a test, they say, well, all your tests came back negative. If your test came back negative, then why are you still bleeding? Some people bleed from their skin. They bleed from their skin. There's another condition called hemophilia, where the, where the person bleeds for hours. 
when we first started and we did not switch, I had a member of my family. I will not mention his or her name. I say his or her name so that those of you who have been attending symposiums will not know who I'm referring to. The person had tooth extraction and the person bled till about 4 o'clock in the morning. He had a tooth extraction around 4 p.m. and he bled and bled and bled. He took him to the hospital. Nothing happened. They could not stop the bleeding. Thank goodness that I have a particulate. And that particulate reverses stroke. That particulate does wonders. It works on the fibrins. It was this particulate that stopped the person's bleeding. After just a tooth extraction, go and ask many dentists. They will tell you a whole lot about people who bleed and bleed and bleed after a tooth extraction. And this is as far as oleic acid is concerned. The third one is linolenic acid. L-I, L for Larry, I for ink, N for Nancy, O for orange, L for Larry, E for Edward, N for Nancy, I for ink, C for comfort, linolenic acid. This is the this is the can is this the component of oil that the liver uses to produce good cholesterol. Somatomedin and all the elastic fibers in the gastrointestinal tract. Many people are constipated. They have absolutely no elastin in their colon. Constipated. Some people have a very inactive skin. Their skin is almost dead. Is because they are not supplying their body the right source of linolenic acid. Canola oil has 30% of linolenic acid. Olive oil has 8%. Only 8%. Coconut oil has 1%. The next one is, you know, as far as linolenic acid is concerned, is very, very important because many people choke. Many people choke a lot. Or after swallowing food, 
food gets stuck in their chest. And it takes a long time to go down. They are not aware that they are cooking with the wrong oil. The saddest part, sad, sad, saddest part, is people who don't cook with oil at all. This is pathetic. <laughs> they don't cook with oil at all. You know what? I think it's better for you to cook with the wrong oil than not to cook with any oil at all. How is the liver going to produce elastic fibers? How? How? And you follow some some kind of teachings that have no scientific basis. And now they say, oh, uh, uh, "Don't cook with too much oil. It's not good for your. It's not good for your heart. <laughs> too much oil is not good for your heart." Let's move to the next one. Omega-6. This is excellent for tissue repair and to enhance osmosis and oil production in the sebaceous glands. Sebaceous glands are the oil glands in our skin. On this call, let me tell you something. For the first time in the history of mankind, canola oil is called zero. Olive oil is called zero. Coconut oil is called zero. The only source that has a lot of omega-6 is black currant. Black and current C U R R A N T Excellent for tissue repair. You have you have a lesion on your liver, brain lesion somewhere, get black current. So if canola oil cannot help you, if olive oil cannot help you, the creator has produced, has provided black currant. Look for it. Last but not the least is alpha linoleic oil. That is the quick. That is for the quick turnover of epithelium. Epithelium is the layer that lines the skin. The gastrointestinal tract, the colon, everywhere, the mouth, your own mouth. You know, people have ulcers in their mouth and all that. In, inside their cheeks is coming from lack of alpha linoleic oil. The component of the oil, sorry. That's for a quick turnover. Black currant again comes on top. 30%. In number two is canola oil. 7%. Number three is coconut oil. 2%. Dead last is olive oil. 
Now, the higher the amount of saturated fat and oleic acid, and the lower the amount of alpha linoleic acid, the higher the amount of lipid peroxides. Lipid, L-I-P-I-D, peroxide, P for Peter, E for Edward, R for Robert, O for Orange, X for X-ray, I for Ink, D for Dog, E for Edward, S for Sam, lipid peroxides. These are the tigers that erode the layer of blood vessels to the point where they will balloon. The blood vessels will balloon and rupture. When the blood vessels rupture in the eye, they will cause blood, blood shot eye. The aorta is the biggest artery in the human body. When the aorta ruptures, you die on the scene. You die. Wherever you are, you are dead. Sometimes you see when you go to the scene of a person who died of natural causes, you see blood oozing from the person's mouth, the late person, I mean the, the diseased mouth. And autopsy will show that, yes, the aorta ruptured or certain internal organs ruptured or certain blood vessels ruptured. So the person was bleeding internally. This is what, this is what internal bleeding means. And this is the root cause of that. The cause, I mean, the cause is the kind of oil a person has been cooking with. Let us discuss stroke. I've seen 14-year-olds. I've seen 22-year-olds who had stroke. Many of them, boys and girls. People think that stroke is only for older people. That is not true. The kind of oil you have been using to cook is the cause of stroke. It is not high blood pressure that causes stroke. When the vessels rupture, I'm not explaining what causes a stroke because we are in class. When the blood vessels rupture in the brain, clots will form. But because the person has been eating food, that was cooked in too much oleic acid. Oleic acid. The clots will not be able to dissolve. It's the kind of oil you cook with that will predispose you to stroke. Now, what do these clots do? Don't forget that the, 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 rest, the, the rest of the body is directly linked to the brain. In the tongue are many ligaments. These ligaments must receive electricity. The mouth muscles also must receive electricity every second. 
from the brain every second. Clots that prevent the free flow of electricity to the tongue will cause slurred speech. Slurred speech. And if the muscles of the mouth are affected, they don't receive electricity, they will be, the mouth will be distorted to one side. One side. And if this is not resolved as quickly as possible, it will remain a disability, a permanent disability. You see people who talk with a twisted mouth, twisted lips. This what happened. Cartilage cells in the left or right axis of a person must receive electricity every second. The clots that block circulation of this electricity to the cartilage cells in the joints of the ankle, of the knee, of the wrist, and of the elbow in one axis will stop functioning. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, what is a stroke? What is a stroke? A stroke is the non-function of cartilage in the wrist, in the elbow, in the knee, and in the ankle of the affected axis. That is a stroke. If you have been cooking with the right oil, this will never have happened. I will never have a stroke. My wife will never have a stroke. You have to know what you are putting in your mouth. You have to know what you cook with. There have been a myth that high blood pressure causes a stroke. This myth is being debunked. It is not high blood pressure that causes a stroke. Also, it is not high blood pressure that causes kidney failure. That is not true. Many people are on dialysis today who had low blood pressure since they were born. They are on dialysis today. They have low blood pressure. They did not have high blood pressure. Therefore, what is the connection between kidney failure and high blood pressure? There is no such connection. There is no such connection. Stop scaring people left and right that, oh, your blood pressure is too high. Your blood pressure is too high. You are going to have, a, you, you are, you are going to have kidney failure. You are going to have a stroke. I am not saying that these are ignoramuses. I am saying that they have been misinformed. It is not time to be properly informed so that you use science to guide your eating habits and your lifestyle. People who suffer from a lot of nervousness, sensitivity to comments, a lot of stress and tension will be most susceptible to high blood pressure, especially when they have plaque in their arteries. This is the root cause of hypertension. 
It is not related to aging. I'm almost, I'm going to be 62 years old. I am, I don't have hypertension. I used to have it. I don't have it anymore because I know the root cause of hypertension. Know what to do. On this note, I'll pause here and then hand over the mic to you. Is, is coach is coach doing his research or something? Yes, sir. He, he's here. Doctor Naughty. They um. You know when you you're dealing with with symptometry subjects, a client. These are things that you educate each and every client on or subject so that they may may be able to teach it to their family members so that this information grows and, and spreads. Do you find that this is simple information for people to follow? Yes, um, I do. That You see, these are these, uh, when I, when we know in symptomatic, we have printouts for people whom we treat. So when we are treating them for uh, high blood pressure, we tell them the root cause of high blood pressure. When you are treating them for kidney problems, stroke and all that, we tell them the root cause so that they, they, don't, they stop making the mistakes of cooking with the wrong oil and all that. So, uh, yes, uh, we make this um, available to them. And then this information, there are some of them also start passing it on to their family members and their loved ones. Okay. Dr. Nardi, oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Abbott, did you have another question? No, no. Uh, Dr. Nardi, of course, to me, I have to work on nurturing people and having more patience with them. But instead of people getting the information and saying, I'm going to just leave it alone, I have a choice. They're on the same aisle. You know, there's olive oil on the aisle. Canola oil is right beside it. All I got to do is make a different choice. Some people will say, oh, well, what if I use it on my raw food? And I don't cook with it. <laughs> well, I am sorry. Um, cold oil is not the same as hot oil. It's not the same. We tried this and we saw the big difference. Oil that is heated and cooled is not the same as oil that is squeezed from a nut or from a seed. The, I mean, the application of heat brings about a conversion, a transformation that is phenomenal. Therefore, adding something to your, to your salad, adding, adding oil to your salad, is not the same as cooking, as eating uh, fish that was cooked in stew with the right oil. Um, this is this is my thing. Okay, I'm gonna get into the brain. I want to get into the neuropeptides of the brain because some people will say, "Well, I got the olive oil. I'm gonna use the last of it." And the olive oil cost them less than six dollars. 
and they got the scientific facts, what kind of results is the olive oil or the uh, or the coconut oil having on people's neuropeptides or AKA how people think? You just got finished saying people will be very susceptible to harsh comments and hypertension. What about the decision-making process that people um, can, can can people's decision-making process be affected by um, by uh, olive oil or corn oil or um, or almond oil or, or coconut oil? Okay, now yes, yes, and yes, and I said yes three times. I mentioned linolenic acid, and I said. Canola oil has 30%. Olive oil has 8%. Coconut oil has 1%. All the others had zero, so there was there was no need to, to mention them at all. We said it helps the liver to produce good cholesterol. We have 75 trillion cells. The cells in our brain are used that are used for decision making must have good cholesterol in the outer membrane because if they don't have good cholesterol, no nutrient will be able to penetrate into the brain cells. And when they divide, they cannot, they cannot produce any brain essential for retrieving information, for intelligence, for alertness, and so on and so forth. Yes, the kind of oil you cook with affects brain performance. If you want to be smart, if you want to be intelligent, if you want to be gifted, you have to cook with the oil that has the highest percentage of linolenic acid. That's it. How can you produce neuropeptides and a great I mean, a lot of neurotransmitters when nutrients are not getting into the brain cells. You cannot. You cannot. I told you that when I was in Libreville, Gabon, I was always dead last in a class of 48. If I'm not 48, I'll be 47. And the day I'm 47, I'm happy because at least I beat one person. And when I came to Ghana, when I stopped eating all this, and the headmaster of the school fed me with navy beans and rice, this was the beginning of the great beginning. Therefore, the kind of oil you cook with is of great significance. Thank you. Mm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dr. Abbott. Well, when you incorporate the type of oil that we cook with, which we know that canola oil is number one, and then we eat foods such as sardines, sardine stew, lamb stew, how does that help the brain, Dr. Nardi, what does it do for us? 
Well, um, I reserve this for a discussion on milk. Uh, okay. Because uh, I reserve it for a discussion on milk because uh, um, in that discussion, I will be discussing the various sources of amino acids okay. and how they help in the production of many brain essentials for intelligence, alertness, and so on and so forth. So, so the kind of the kind of food that you eat, um, they are uh, they are getting very very busy with the the the, the symptomatic cookbook, and I've already. Uh, reviewed the first five pages and they made a few corrections and everything is being done scientifically combination that is chemistry combination so when you have the cookbook the symptomatic cookbook uh, you will love it it will help you and help your children to be intelligent too many children are dropping out of school because they cannot learn. And they go back to, to, to parents who do not know what to feed them. They just give them what is available, what they can afford. And if you cook scientifically, you realize that it is cheaper. Symptomatic is helping many people to save a lot of money. Look at black currant. Look at black currant. How much does it cost? But it has the best medicinal oil that even beats canola oil and olive oil combined. Wow. Wow. Now, is, is this the Quran themselves where you eat the Quran or is this Quran oil? Um, uh, they, 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 they are they, they are they are selling current oil. It, those who have extracted it, just make sure that it is cold pressed when it is extracted. That's fine because um, it is very very sensitive to heat. So current is best is best for you to eat the current, or it's best for you to eat the current jelly because it yes. also has the oil in it. So if you can eat the black current jelly or the current itself. But don't forget that, hey, I will not recommend eating currant itself because the first, the first occupiers of planet Earth will be there. And because, wow. the oil, the, because the oil is very good for their growth, they will not leave it. You can, you, it's very hard for you to get, off, to get these microbes off uh, the, 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 the currant. So that's why the process of making jam and jelly with the current helps to get most of these things, not, if, if not all of them, out completely of the black current jam or black current jelly. So, Coach, do you know who he's talking about, the first inhabitants? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, those people are dead. <laughs> those people are not living anymore. <laughs> I don't... I don't know them personally, but I I, I, under, I understand what he means uh, reading between the lines. Yes, sir. I mean, um, you know, because the things that grow on them. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm saying the things the things that that grow on 
the, the the fruit that we eat, you know, like the 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 Quran. It's the it's the the, the micro that that live there that can get into that that live on the the um the Quran or different fruits that we consume or different foods that we eat if we don't clean them and wash them they will in turn cause some problems for us because they haven't been displaced properly. So um so we have to clean them correctly. Which um I know from a previous talk that we had, uh, Dr. Nardi, you talked about how to, you know, clean some of our to clean some of the you know the so that uh, was really yeah, I, I I I talk about uh, I I mentioned uh, cleaning grapes because I as I said when we were in the St. Louis um, yeah. for the symposium I said uh, I was in a supermarket when I saw a lady just picking the grapes from the uh, from, from the from from the um, grape section and was eating the grapes right there I just look, I gave this woman the dirtiest look in my life and then when she turned around and she saw how piercing my looks were she asked me what's wrong something wrong then I said you are eating grapes without washing them in vitamin C powder you are eating grapes without washing them in this. So, I eat them all the time. You eat them all the time. Okay. Do you have chronic sore throat? How do you know that? Are you a, are you a psychic or something? No, I'm not a psychic. I know what the mold that leaves on grapes, I know what it does. That's why grapes are always fumigated by federal law that was initiated mm. by the by the Department of Agriculture. Grapes must be fumigated <laughs> on the field before they are put in the crates. <laughs> and you are eating grapes just like that? And then you are asking me, and you see you are asking me if I'm a psychic. I know you have a chronic sore throat. Wow. Dr. Nardi, well, I mean, see, you know me, I confess, that was me. I used to, to tear up some grapes in the Walmart. I said, well, can you <laughs> I just go grab them up. This is the this is the part in the store. This is the part where I would like to let people relax for a second. Please go over to Symptometry Books dot com look at the packages that we have some people this is your first night coming on the show if there was one book i would tell you to get it would be the downside of nutrition that will explain to you the principles of what we're talking about here at symptometry next i would definitely suggest what to consume so you will have your ammunition when you go to the grocery store and you will know scientifically 
from the results of a chromatography machine in a real laboratory by a real scientist with real results, the 45 safest human uh, foods to consume for humans. Stop being so uh, Bible thumper and thinking that, well, I don't believe in the white Jesus, but I believe that all herbs are good for my body. Stop that. Stop that. Stop riding the fence, okay? Get the book, What to Consume. Call and get a consultation from Dr. Nardi. See for yourself. I would really suggest the people who are very serious to get the Founders Package. The newest book is the, an in-depth study of the most complete person. I would sincerely, sincerely hope that each and every one who's on the call tonight has that. Now, we're going to take a real small break. I'm going to just let y'all do some breathing, a little meditating, and then we're going to come back in about three minutes, and we're going to talk about the milk. We're going to talk about the almond milk. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about the rice milk. We're going to talk about the soy milk. And we're going to really, really get into some things. So everyone, just please just sit back, just relax, and we'll be right back. I will be, taking, I will be talking you through the meditation, so just please just relax for just a few minutes. Please pull up the spine and relax. Take a big inhale.
slowly start to come back to consciousness. Nice big inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Big inhale through the nose. And exhale out the mouth. Last big inhale out the nose, in the nose. Exhale out the mouth and relax. Slowly open the mouth. American School of Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. American School of Symptometry. This is a dream come true. All right, all right, all right. We are back. Symptometry night each and every Tuesday at 8 o'clock on Original Nature Radio. This is Coach Kyrie, and you are still rocking with the best. On the line with me tonight, I have Dr. Abbott, Director of the American School of Symptometry, and Dr. Maxwell Nardi, Founder of Symptometry. Thank you all for joining us. I do see all the hands that are raised in the queue. We are having a fabulous night. but I know it's got a lot of questions about the oil. Please hold it because we got to get to the milk and cover that first before, we get, uh, before I start opening the lines up. All right? So... Um, Dr. Nardi, uh, wherever you would like. Uh, well, first off, I'm going to just set the stage. Now we get to this milk issue. When you look in the 45, uh, uh, I'm sorry, when you look in what to consume as well as the downside of nutrition, there's an enzyme chart that's included that uh, lets people know how many enzymes it takes to digest different types of milk. Could you? I guess I would want you to start there. Um, for people who are new to the show and maybe uh, enzyme production and then the role that uh, that our non-knowing plays in becoming enzyme deficient by drinking the wrong milks. And, you know, people are talking about, well, I want to press my own almonds. So you're probably going to have to say something about nuts as well. But I'm going to let you take it from here. Yeah. Um, uh, milk per se it's not the problem. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the chemicals that are in milk that are the problem. And, and the, depending on the kind of milk that you drink, uh, you have to, if you don't have an, enough enzymes, you have to produce the enzymes in order to be able to digest the entire contents of the milk totally. 
this is a problem. Um, as far as, you know, we have different milks, but I would like to, to remind you that we humans are the only species on this planet that still drink milk after weaning. We are the only we are the only species. Whales don't do that. Whales don't do that. Pigs don't do that. Cows cows don't do that. If once the weaning process is over, they don't drink milk again. Who introduced milk? Who introduced milk into human culture? It was the shepherds who introduced milk to human culture. The good herders, the shepherds, introduced milk into our culture. And the little they spread cow's milk. Why did they do that? They did it because they were hungry. They were good herders. They would be out there herding these goods. Uh, the ship, and they just imitated what the calves were doing. And it is realized that, well, it is also nourishing. And this was how the tradition of drinking milk began. But if you deconstruct milk, you see that it has calcium, it has phosphorus, it has sulfur, it has many amino acids. That is true. But you can get these amino acids also in tender green, in mustard green, in color green. You can get other amino acids also in navy beans, especially small navy beans. Therefore, it is not necessary that you drink milk. I don't drink milk, but it does not mean that I'm lactose intolerant. No. I just don't drink milk. Because I can get whatever I want from other sources. That's it. So, for benzoyl peroxide, which is the chemical that is used to bleach milk, milk after pasteurization is not white. It is not white, it is brown like. It is benzoyl peroxide that gives it the white color. It makes it as white as snow. And you have to break up. You have to, you have to break down benzoyl peroxide. You have to break it down. And you need 75,000 enzymes to break it down. And if you cannot break it down, it's going to cause a lot of irritation of the mucous membrane. This will result in overproduction of phlegm. This will cause chronic sinusitis. With one one nostril blocked for, for, for 30 minutes, then it will reopen. Then the other nostril will be blocked for 30 minutes. It will be, will be playing really all night. And you will be the sufferer. So, since I had a long history of sinusitis, I, I deemed it expedient to find another way to get all the nutrients that are in milk. And I found them. That's why I left milk alone. Milk is used to produce cheese. Fine. The best one so far 
is the blue cheese. There is vanadium. There is molybdenum. I remember when uh, one of my research assistants said, well, Dr. Nati, here it is. Molybdenum is good. It's good for the liver. I say, where did you find it? It's on the internet. Oh, yeah? Good. Whatever you see on the internet, think twice. So I was quiet. I was quiet. And later on, she came and told me that, hmm, I think Dr. Nati, you are right. Here it says it is very toxic to the liver. It's very toxic to the kidneys. Okay, what did I tell you? Molybdenum and vanadium are nutrient blockers. They are not supposed to be in the human body. And they are found in almond milk. It's a derivative of nuts, almond nuts. It is found, they are found in almond milk. If a woman is pregnant and she drinks almond milk, um, I don't know what is going to happen. But what I know and is certain is that child will not be bright. That's that I know. That child will struggle in class. Unless this is brought to the mother's or to the, to the parents' attention, and then they start giving the child the other sources of phenylalanine and methionine. We'll discuss that again. What I do, as far as almond milk is concerned, I recommend that people who suffer from very low blood pressure, very low blood pressure, I recommend that they drink almond milk. For a few people in the world, almond milk serves a good purpose. It raises their blood pressure a little bit because it has a lot of salicylates. If you study, if you read a book uh, titled The Downside of Nutrition, I'm not going to spell it for you so that you get a book, so that you own it, so that you read it over and over and over. It's called salicylates. Almond milk has a lot of salicylates. Even though salicylates require a lot of enzymes to, to digest them, over 35,000 enzymes is better, at least for those who suffer from very, very low blood pressure. The lower reading, the lower reading is about 46, or 46, maximum 50. And the upper reading is 92 or 93. This is too low. The kidneys cannot filter blood properly when blood pressure is too low. Many people suffer from renal diseases because their blood pressure is too low. You need a higher hydrostatic pressure in the glomerulus in order so that blood can be properly filtered. If blood is not properly filtered, you are going to have a lot of escapes in your urine. That's why they do urinalysis. They will see these escapes in the urine. If you make another big mistake, 
and you eat apples, they will see, you, they will see a lot of protein in your urine when you have leaky kidneys. Leaky, leaky kidneys. So hormone is good just for a few people up to a certain point. But because of the health disruptors, the salicylates, the vanadium, and the molybdenum, and the benzoyl peroxide, um, I recommend that it be drunk once in a while for purely therapeutic reasons. Soil milk, I would not recommend soil milk to a, non, a person of non-Asian extraction. DNA of a non-Asian cannot thoroughly process genistein and diazine. G, E, G for George, for genistein, G for George, E for Edward, N for Nancy, I for Ink, S for Sam, P for Thomas, E for Edward, I for Ink, N for Nancy, genistein. And the second one is diazine. D for dog, I for ink, A for apple, D for dog, Z for Z or Z for zebra, E for Edward, I for ink, and for Nancy, diadzein. These are the hormones of the soil plant. In the human being, in women, it causes a lot of hormonal problems, especially in non-Asians. It causes a lot of hormonal problems. It dries up the lactiferous ducts, that is the ducts through which milk flows for the, to the baby. As a result, many, many, many women cannot breastfeed their babies. They cannot breastfeed their baby because it's dry. It's dry. They cannot produce breast milk. The ducts are closed. And the cells that produce milk, breast milk, have shut down. I've had many women who produce, who have very scanty menses. It's time for menstruation. They only they only have menses for one day or two, and then everything stops. I ask them the kind of milk they drink. Hot flashes is very common. Hot flash is very common in women who have hormonal imbalances. Take these women off soy milk. Men will have a high PSA, prostatic, that is, uh, prostatic specific antigen. They will have a high PSA if they, if they consume soy milk. As far as rice milk is concerned, it is the best. But I'm not going to mention a brand here so that you think that I've endorsed a particular brand. Rice milk is the best. Why? I will tell you why. It has a lot of methionine. 
M for Mary, E for Edward, T for Thomas, H for Harry, I for Ink, O for Orange, N for Nancy, I for Ink, N for Nancy, E for Edward. And Phenyl Alanin, P for Peter, H for Harry, E for Edward, N for Nancy, Y for Yellow, L for Larry, A for Apple, L for Larry, A for Apple, N for Nancy, I for Ink, N for Nancy, E for Edward, Phenyl Alanin. People who have a thyroid problem are advised to drink rice milk more often. They should should drink rice milk more often because of phenylalanine. Why phenylalanine? Because it is the raw material that the liver uses to produce tyrosine. And tyrosine is the raw material that the thyroid uses to produce T3 and T4. These are hormones to properly regulate metabolism throughout the whole body. So when you go and they say, oh, they did a thyroid test and you have underperforming thyroid or hyperthyroid, your T3 and T4 are off. And the kinds of foods you are eating need some revision. This time, either you drink rice milk, you drink goat milk, you eat goat milk, or you eat goat meat, or you eat lamb. These are some of the high sources of phenylalanine. What else does phenylalanine do? Or let's go back to methionine. You hear people who say, I have a fatty liver. I have a fatty liver. You see people who are, who have a lot of fat in, in their muscles. Look at their biceps, nothing but fat. Look at their thighs, nothing but fat. Yes, these people are not consuming lipotropic agents. In other words, they have allowed fat to build up in their muscles, in their liver, and in their heart because they don't eat the right sources of methionine. Eggs have methionine. Fish has methionine. Most of fishes, most of these fish have methionine. Dairies have methionine, and meats have methionine. But some of them also have health disruptors. Peanuts have a lot of methionine, but I don't recommend it. Soybeans have a lot of methionine, but I don't recommend it because the health disruptors in these two food items outweigh the nutrients. So in science, when the demerits outweigh the merits, you drop the item and you look for something else. As far as phenylalanine is concerned, we have a lot in oats. We have a lot in wheat germ, a lot in dairies, 
and a lot of in the navy beans. There is mostly found this is mostly found in blue cheese. Oats, if you have high blood pressure, well, think twice about it. So, why is it that we need phenylalanine? Because of our thyroid gland. It helps to produce the neurotransmitters for good memory, for intelligence, for smartness, for alertness, for learning, and for positive energy. You see many people who are hopeless. You see many people who do not know what to do with themselves. You ask them, okay, you are going to school right now? Okay, what do you want to become in the future? I don't know. I don't know what I want to become. So you are just going to school for, just, just, for, just for going to school? I guess. I guess. So, in order to produce a lot of the neurotransmitters for memory, alertness, learning, and all that, and positive energy, you have to combine these properly with vitamin B6, niacin, and vitamin, uh, vitamin C, iron, and copper. And since we have the ratio of combination, we use this in order to properly nourish the cells. If you don't have phenylalanine, you'll be susceptible to bipolar depression. Bipolar. Many people are bipolar because they don't eat the right foods, because they don't have the right combinations of nutrients in their system. Thank you. Woo! Boy, 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 boy. This is Symptometry Night, and this is what happens every Tuesday. Uh, we, we grow and we show. And then we grow some more, and then we show some more. So, Dr. Nardi, I really appreciate it. Uh, anybody who wants to give some, I'm going to start opening the lines up now. I'm sorry, um, the call-in number is 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. Let me check in with Dr. Abbott first. Did you have a comment or something you wanted to add, Dr. Abbott? No, I'm, I'm a student right now. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead. And get, let me go ahead and get to the uh, get to the lines. Caller from the five. Now, please turn your speakers down, and I'm going to call your area code out so you know I'm coming to you. Uh, five eight six two one five three one seven seven five seven two one five, and then three four seven. All right. So please turn the music. Uh, turn your speakers down in the background and take your phones off mute. First is a caller from the 586-344. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Good evening. This is SJ out of Sterling Heights, Michigan. Hi, SJ. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nardi, Dr. Abbott, and Coach Hi. Hi. Yeah. I, I have I have two questions. Um, I know this is about nutrition. However, my question is this. Is it true that when you apply an oil or let's say I like to bathe in some milk, is it true that when you apply those topically they go directly into the bloodstream? 
And if that is so, should I be using the oils that you and the milk that you recommend to eat to apply topically as well? Um, topically, what you have to know that the skin has three layers. For it to reach, the skin has three layers. For it to uh, for for it to reach the the lowest layer, you have the uh, epidermis, the dermis, and the hypodermis. For it to reach there down there, where most of the blood vessels are, um, oftentimes it is difficult. It is difficult. This is why when you apply oil to your skin, after a while, it dries up. It doesn't go anywhere, and then it dries. And it, it, then the skin is dry again. Tomorrow you have to do like you have to do the same thing. The day after tomorrow you have to keep doing it because it does not go far enough. It be, it's best for you to nourish your skin from inside out. Okay. It's always good. To, I have I've said it before, and I will repeat it. I don't use any moisturizers. I don't use any. I just shower, and that's it. I don't use anything. And see, if you see my skin, you see how it is shining, how it is glowing. So it's always best to work, as far as the cells are concerned, inside out, not outside in. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, SJ. Appreciate it. We'll be in Detroit shortly. All right. We're looking for you. <laughs> Our next caller is caller from the 317. Caller from the 317-757. Your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, I'm calling from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. My name is uh, Uriah Baraka. Good evening, brother Uriah. How are you feeling tonight? Oh, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Good information. Um, I just wanted to uh, ask a question. I hope it's not too long. Uh, but what I was more concerned with was the effects on uh, when we talk about canola and the olive oil, the refined oil that we use every day, and that um, uh, this, whether it's canola, whether it's olive oil, that isn't it true that uh, refined processed oils and the uh, refinement process uh, the vital vitamins and minerals and fiber is dissolved with uh, toxic chemicals and filtered out of the oil, and that it is then like uh, bleached and treated with lye, alkalis, and uh, caustic uh, soda, and that some refined, uh, well, refiners even add trace sucrose to make the oil addictive, and are not uh, oils that are isolated and processed and heated more of a drug than a food substance. And last of all, isn't it better to extract your oil from whole foods? I mean, uh, get it from the olive itself by eating olives. Get it from the avocado by eating the avocado. That's my question. Okay. Avocado, don't forget that avocado has too much potassium. And extracting it directly from olive. I understand you are talking about, that's why we have what is called the cold press process. The mm -hmm. cold press process is safer than the other process. So it depends on. It depends on. I will not. I will not promote a particular kind of oil. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But always get cold pressed oil. 
it is safer because the, the opposite uses more chemicals in order to extract the different kinds of components of the oil. Don't forget that modern nature has locked everything. Everything is locked. That's why God gave us intelligence to extract these things. And if you don't have it, then you will not get it. These plants produce, they, they, they found their own raw materials. They combine them and they produce them. And you think that they are going to allow you to get their stuff like that? No way! So you will have to find a way to break down the chemical bonds before you can have access to them. And some of these, and the breaking down process, during the processing, it's not easy. It's not easy. I have seen oil being pressed by, by, by stamping on it, by, by stepping on them, by crushing them, and all that. Yes. The question is this. How long will this oil last? How long will this oil last? Can you ship can you store this oil for the next... When you go, when you go into the store to buy olive oil or canola oil, do you know how long, how many years these, these bottles have, have been there? And when, when, when some of them are finished in one store, they bring some from another store. These things have been there for five years, eight years, ten years. And if you are going to do uh, cottage oil production by stepping on them, by crushing them and all that, your oil will become rancid in less than five days. So what are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to spend every Tuesday and Wednesday extracting only about eight spoons of oil? For cooking? You cannot do that. People have tried it before. So this means that you cannot do any washing, you cannot do any you cannot do any laundry, you cannot do anything else, you cannot go to work and come back. What about if you if you're a pilot? What about <laughs> what, what what kind of work do you do? And then you you have time to do that at home? I mean let's face it. We are now in the technological era. We have to find the best way to make ourselves safe. This is why we have symptometry. We spend time in the laboratory finding the best way to make things safe for mankind. Mm, that's good. So, in this, to keep it, to prolong its life on the shelf, what do they do? Just so well, well, they use they use they use all kinds of chemicals. They use all kinds of heavy minerals, and this is why we it is recommended that you always go with the cold press oils. Because honestly, if they don't do it, I mean, look at even look at look at grapes. 
Look at how grapes have to be fumigated on the farm before it is before they are put in the crates. If they don't do it, the kind of fungal diseases that people will have in this world, there will be an epidemic. So you have to balance the pluses with the minuses. The kind of chemicals that they use to process these oils, yes, it is true. They have to use caustic soda, which is alkaline. They have to use it. If they don't use it, the oil will become too rancid in three days. And they have to produce thousands and thousands and thousands of barrels. One last question. Yes, sir. It's true that processed oil impair uh, fetal and infant brain development. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. This is why we recommend that a pregnant woman not eat salad with freshly uh, poured oil on her salad. Thank you very much. You're welcome, I appreciate sir. you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Yeah. Thank you, Big Brother, for that question. Thank you for calling in tonight. Next caller is caller from the seven five. Oh, I'm sorry. Caller from the two one five eight six eight. Caller from the two one five eight six eight. She's been on with me about the whole show. I think <laughs> Hi. Hey. Good evening. Can you hear me? Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening, Dr. Norte, Dr. Abbott. Good evening, Coach Kyrie. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, ma'am. What's your name? Isis. Oh, oh, Isis. Oh. Yes. That's a familiar name. Okay, good, good, good. good. Yes. Yes, I'm familiar. Uh, did, 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 did you did you pass the exam? Yes. Oh, yeah. congratulations! So, oh, congratulations! Oh. This is a dream come true. Yes, it is. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, very, very excited. A uh, little tear jerkers. I'll tell you about that a little later, Doctor Abbott. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I, I wanted, um, I'm listening to you talking about the oil in the milk because both of those are situations that um, I dealt with, and I want to thank uh, uh, S J for her question because um, that thing with having the dry skin and putting on the Oils on the outside, and okay, let me bathe in this so my skin can get softer and drier. <laughs> <laughs> is that because of nutrient blockers that the skin is so dry? Well, I know one thing <clears throat> in my little history. I was I was born with eczema. Okay. My grandmother said I looked like a lizard when I came here. Uh, so I I've suffered with the dry skin stuff. I don't have patches. I just have dry skin. So mm. I'm always. The coconut oil, laying coconut oil and some lotions and some, I used to use Vaseline. I stopped using the Vaseline. Then I graduated to coconut oil. But now I don't use that anymore. So it's like, okay, I need to. 
I need to dry skin, and now the weather's changing. Um, and I want to look like a lizard for the winter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the, the good news, the good news is, uh, since you're not a student, that's that's very good. Uh, we have we have particulates. We have particulates for for very very dry skin. I used to have very dry skin myself. Very very dry skin, and uh, my skin okay. would crack and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I use I, I use a I use a particulate, and then uh, I I kept using it for about six months, and since then, um, more than twelve years for more than twelve years now, I have not put any moisturizer on my skin at all. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, for more than twelve years, and, uh, and that's what I that's what I keep telling people. It's always good to nourish your skin from inside out all the time. Okay. It, your 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 oil glands or your oil glands, and then you cook with the right oil that has a lot of linoleic acid. Very important yeah. because this is what the the the, 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 the sebaceous glands, the oil glands of the skin use to produce okay. oil for your skin. You are well, your skin will glow and glow and glow. You see. So yeah, I have started using the canola oil. Yes. That's right. So that's that's how that's how that's how you do it. That's how you do it. But unfortunately, when you were growing up, well. Your parents did the best they could with the knowledge they had, yeah. but uh, I wish they had. I wish the symptomatry was around at that time, uh, uh, but I don't think I don't think that would have also been possible because they they would not have allowed me to go into the full size lab to do all these things. No, they would have they would they would have shut me out and, and put me in jail or something. <laughs> yeah, I understand that because of ignorance, you know. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So they want to kill what they don't know. Exactly. So I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that uh, enlightenment has made it possible for symptometry to, you know, to 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 crack all these all all these all all these nuts, and then today here we are. I am also now. I wanted to ask about this. No, I wanted to speak about the soy milk because the soy milk, when whenever that when that showed up on the scene, everybody was all hyped, especially for women. All oh, women, you need to drink the soy milk. Soy milk. So we drank the soy milk, and we had the gas, the horrible gas from it, but we drank it anyway because it was supposed to be good for our hormonal balance. No, and yeah. The next thing you know, it popped up saying, "Oh, don't drink that soy milk. It's very bad for women. It's causing them to be over." That's right. Over, yeah. But, we, I mean, we drank it because that was the hype. Soy milk. <laughs> soy milk. You see, the, the the problem is there was no science behind it. There must be science behind what you are doing. If there is no science, yeah. I am sorry. But, well, now you are you are in the fold of symptometry, so you, 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 get, to know, you get to know more and more. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll coach Tyree. It is awesome, baby. It's awesome, baby. You know what? Nice. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank I you. I appreciate Aisha. your time this evening. Yes, and I'll get back with you, Dr. Evans. Peace and okay. love to you all. Okay. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> All right, the next call is from the 757-215. Call it from the 757-215. Your mic is open, but right before you come on, I need everyone to call in while we get these last three callers, four callers, hey, five callers. All right, if you want to hear the response to these last five callers, 
Um, the chat room is going to close in two minutes, so you got to call in 347-205-9089. Um, we only have two spots left. This is one of the rare nights. We've had 50 callers in the queue almost all night, so we have two available spots to call in, and if you didn't make it, uh, try to put your phone number in the um, in the chat room, and maybe somebody can call you on three-way. Call from the uh, 757-215. Your mic is open. Can I get your name, please? Yes, this is Queen Divine from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Queen Divine! Hey. Hello. How you doing? Hello. Um, I am a nursing mother of a nine-month-old. Um, mm-hmm. My difficulty is, is him not wanting anything but the breast milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given him prosobi, which is a soy milk that I thought was good for him, but obviously <laughs> not. Um, and that's the only thing that, um, and I've been, I was drinking it during my pregnancy, and um, when he was two months old, he uh, developed thrush from the cow, the milk, the two percent milk, that's um, for hormonal growth, and, and mm-hmm. that's what, where it was coming from. Um, so I changed it to the soy milk, but now listening to the show, and um, I have Queen Akua's book, and I've been you know looking through that as far as what to eat. But what do you recommend that I eat to help him as far as you know keeping his weight up as well? Because we have to maintain that because he was born premature as well. Oh, okay, okay. Well. All right. If if your if your child was if your child is born premature, mm-hmm. uh, don't don't uh, don't lose hope at all. And not lucky enough, symptomatic is now here. We'll, we'll right. guide yeah. you. We'll, we'll guide you properly. Yeah, we'll guide you properly in uh, in not in reversing the prematurity, but in making helping your child to grow just like a normal child with uh, a lot by producing a lot of enzymes. What mm-hmm. you what I recommend very strongly that you eat a lot is navy beans. Okay. Eat a lot of navy beans. And if you can eat navy beans every day, like for lunch today you eat navy beans, and uh, tomorrow for dinner you eat navy beans, but every day you eat navy beans, that will be very, very substantial for, okay. for, your, for your child. And two, okay. look for black currant. Or look for currant. Uh, I just mentioned currant. It's excellent. Excellent. So besides cooking with canola oil, besides okay. cooking with canola oil, I would recommend very strongly that you look for black currant. Uh, if you can get the red currant, it's okay, but it's not as good as black currant. Uh, okay. This is America. And uh, uh, if it's not here, you can find it somewhere else. You know, and uh, I, Dr. Dr. Abbott uh, um, Dr. Abbott uh, gave me uh, some black currant that he found, you know. So, okay. so black, yeah, black currant is, is available. So uh, try and find it uh, so that your child is well nourished. So the, re- the reason uh, the reason I'm saying this is I don't want your, your, your child to develop a, a, a lactose intolerance or a, uh, celiac disease, inability to digest gluten and all kinds of things. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. So that is what you have to do. Make sure that you 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 have the the right oil, then the right uh, legume. That's beans, navy beans. Navy beans will be the best. 
Do, do you eat lambs? Yes or no? No, I don't eat meat. Okay, you don't eat meat. Okay, so 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 this is that eat a lot of navy beans. Okay. Eat a lot of navy beans. Do you eat fish? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. All right. If if that's the case, then I would recommend very strongly that you eat anchovy. 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 Yeah, anchovy and sardines. Yeah. That 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 will help you to to keep supplying milk, uh, high quality milk to, to to your child. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what you do. Even uh, though, even even though rice, even though rice milk, even though rice milk uh, is better, um, do you like drinking milk yourself? No. Good. All right. Then you are just like me. I told you I don't drink milk, right? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told you I don't drink milk. So get get yourself from get yourself from. Uh, do you have high blood pressure? No, I don't, I don't have any health. Oh, that's, oh, okay, so that's fine. Then you can you can eat oats. You can eat oats. You can eat navy beans. A lot of navy beans. Okay. Okay. And then uh, anchovy for fish and sardine. Okay. Mhm. Mm so do that so that uh, your child uh, is well nourished through your milk. Okay. Now, do I stop him on the prosobi milk? Um, you can you can you can you can use it. It's, it's not the best, but it's not the worst either. Okay. <laughs> it's not the best, but it's not the worst. So, uh, if it's soy milk, I would have told you. I would have told you categorically no. You know, okay. but uh, but uh, it's not soy milk. So it's a it's a one of the fifty fifties. So go ahead with okay. that, please. Doctor mm -hmm. Nardi, Doctor Nardi. Yes, sir. Can she keep using? Can she keep putting ice in her tea? Can she, can she keep putting ice in her water? No way! No, 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 no. No, I, I don't. I don't use ice. Well, okay, I do uh, drink water in order to. Uh, oh yes, water. Water is good, but supply. Okay. Mm, yes, yes, but no, okay. no ice cube in your water, right? No ice cube. No, I was actually. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, good. Okay, it's good. You listen to the show. That's good. Yeah. Now yeah, I do um, drink mother's milk tea. That brings in the milk supply and fenugreek um, as well. Do you recommend that I still yes, use yes, them? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, okay. I, I, I yes, I, I recommend them. Yes, I do. These, these are okay. these are these are these are very good plants. And then there is another one, asafoetida. If you can have asafoetida, that is excellent. Uh, it's one. It's, it's a very very good. Herb. I don't know whether uh, you know some Jamaican friends or some. Uh, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, they, they, yes, they, they, they know they know where they have as a vodka. This is very, very, very good for nursing mothers. Okay, can you spell that for me? Okay, as a A for apple, S for sun, O for orange, F for Frank, O for orange, E for Edward, mm -hmm. T for Thomas, I for ink. D for dog, A for apple. Okay. All right. That's a, oh, and one more question. Okay. He's, um, he's he's nine months at this point, so I have to. He's um has the development mental delays with drinking from a bottle and feeding him. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you recommend that I feed him? As far as um, food, like I eat, because I know that no, he doesn't. I, I will, he I will, eat the baby food. 
if you want to eat baby food, do the puree. Do the puree with uh, with navy beans. Navy beans. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, do the puree with navy beans. Do navy beans puree for 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 for, for him. It's okay. very very good. Very nourishing. Very very nourishing. Okay. Yeah. Now I know I've heard that the rice now has um, the formaldehyde in it, or some kind of chemical. Which, which rice? Which rice? Which rice? Um, I think they said the wheat. The wheat rice. Who asked you to eat who asked you to eat brown rice? I never asked you to eat brown rice. Yeah, I eat brown rice, but I was scared you, to eat the brown rice because they said don't feed your children it but once a week. Who 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 advised you to eat brown rice? This is local this is locally. Um well who you said who advised me to eat it? Yes, who advised you to yeah. eat brown rice? I just like brown rice. <laughs> oh, you just like it? Oh no, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, you have you you have a premature child. Don't 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 make such a mistake, please. Okay. Okay. No, no. You you have to eat. You have to eat scientifically. You have to eat scientifically. Uh, vanadium. I told you about molybdenum, where my 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 research assistant uh, was arguing with me that oh, uh, molybdenum. He says good for the kidneys, good for the liver because it's right. on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then later on. She discovered at the bottom of she has discovered right there at the bottom that oh it damages this, it damages that you know, so, right? Oh my. You see what right, I told yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And, and then and then you go and buy a multivitamin, a multivitamin that has molybdenum. How? Okay. How in the world can you have a multivitamin that has molybdenum? No way. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time yeah, and your information. Yeah, welcome. All right, peace and blessings to you. Okay, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Yay! You. Uh, Queen Divine, you can also check your uh, check your Facebook page. I put the link to the symptometrybooks.com page. So as soon as you're available, you can get that what to consume and uh, turn to the back, and you'll be able to see the 45 foods that are safe to consume. And I also would recommend you calling Dr. Nardi tomorrow or as soon as possible and get a consultation for your post-pregnancy okay. post management. And that goes, okay. for, that goes for everyone who is listening who may have a newborn who is uh, uh, breastfeeding or had a premature child or anything like that. As You also can go back on that page and listen to our um, – we had a show on uh, pre and postnatal care, uh, pregnancy management. So I will go back and listen to that show definitely. Tune into that. Okay, thank you, Coach Kaye. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, peace and Okay, thank you. You know, it, it's good to hear people over there in uh, Norfolk and Virginia Beach listening to Symptometry uh, Night, Coach, you know, because that's where, part of, that's where I, I grew up. That's where I'm from. So good to know that. It's going to be good when I hear some Fayetteville calling because I know they're still swimming around here and, and drinking up cow's milk. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Call it from the 215-300. Call it from the 215-300. Your mic is wide open. Mic is wide open. Please turn your speakers down. Your speakers down. Hello? Hello? Okay, we're going to come back to you, caller from the 215, but you have to turn your speakers down because you're getting a lot of feedback. Hello, can you hear? Hello, Hello? can you hear? Hello? 
right. Call her from the 347-423. Call her from the 347-423. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, yes, this is Justin. I'm calling from uh, Mount Vernon, New York. What's going on, Justin? Peace. Yes, yes, peace. I had the pleasure of speaking to Dr. Nardi this morning. You know, you might remember uh, we discussed the case with my brother. Oh yeah 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 I I I would have said what are you sure okay okay I remember now okay yeah <laughs> yes yes but I'm calling about you know so that's the uh, canola oil I want to discuss that I wanted I wanted your expertise on the presence of the erucic acid in the canola oil E R U C I C acid because I know in nature. When, cano- when the canola oil is created in nature. E-R-U-C-I-C. Erudic acid. Erudic acid, yes. Yes, because that is the acid. It, it makes up 45% of the oil in nature. But when the scientists, uh, when they were genetically uh, altering the, the, the oil of the plant, you know, through the process, they lowered it. Like, the FDA has a rule, it's a law that you can't have more than 2% of, of that oil in, in a in a oil that's on the shelves. Mm-hmm. So, it does have 2% of that oil, which I know um, it, it, it's, um, it has, uh, the liver has has trouble processing that, that oil. Exactly, exactly. You have yeah. you have you have linolenic acid thirty percent, erudic acid less than two percent. Linolenic acid overrides erudic acid. So it has both of those acids in it, is what you're saying? Yes. Because don't forget that plants produce hundreds and hundreds of acids. A plant does only produce one acid, hundreds of acids, and they will be mingling with each other. One will be canceling the other, and one will be overriding the other. The one that is that is the, the one that is healthiest is the one that you eat, is the one that you consume. That's why I keep saying that be careful as far as modern nature modern nature is concerned. Modern nature is not as harmless. As as we were led to believe, it's not as harmless as we were led to believe. And there is nothing, there is nothing out there that is that is one hundred percent good and one hundred percent bad. Nothing is perfect in modern nature. Nothing. So you have to use your God-given intelligence to suppress the bad ones and then bring out the good ones. So it's technology and human ingenuity that help us to get what is more nourishing for ourselves. Downside nutrition. Yes. yes Can you spell that oil out, that the name of that acid? Linolenic acid is L for Louis, uh, L for Larry, I for ink, N for Nancy, O for orange, L for Larry, E for Edward, N for Nancy, 
I for ink, C for comfort, linolenic acid. Okay. And with 30% of these, with 30%, I mean, 30% versus, versus 2%, who wins? A truck, a truck versus a, a BMW, a truck versus a, a Volkswagen. A truck. <laughs> <laughs> a truck every truck. <laughs> okay. So basically, basically that's it. You know, Canola, you know, initially there was bad politics between the Canadians and Americans and all that, and they allowed this to influence the good work that two Canadian scientists did, you know, uh, no, we we have to we have to transcend this pettiness, you know. No, no. What is good is good. Period. Regardless of who who discovered it, if a if a Finnish discovered it, if uh, 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 another Scandinavian discovered it, if uh, uh, an African discovered it, if uh, uh, a Pakistani discovered it, well, if it's good for mankind, let us use it. Stop, uh, you know, branding people all kinds of names and then. You know, vilifying others. You know, that's why canola got a bad name. Oh, it's it's, it's a genetically modified. Oh yeah, do you want to know how many foods are genetically modified? You wait. By 2016, almost all the foods, all the food crops, will be genetically modified. What can you What can you do? What will you do? What will you do? What will you do? Gotta grow your own food. Grow your own food. But here is the question. Yeah. You go, you go to work. You go to work in the morning. You come back at, at five o'clock, exhausted, or your car broke down once or twice, or something happened. Will you have enough time to grow your own food, to water your food the next day? Fine. Now you have frost. You have cold. You have the cold weather. You have to go according to the seasons. Will you have the time to do all this? Now, you are going to hire somebody who has the expertise to come and do that for you. You have to pay the person, and so on and so forth. How much of this food can you grow? And how, can you, how, how often can you rotate this? You see, uh, the, the amount of work that I do from 2 a.m. to about uh, 7.30 p.m., day after day after day, will not allow me to go and farm and grow my own food. And there are many people like me. They are pilots, they are, they, they are bus drivers, they are taxi drivers, they are truck drivers, and on and on. We cannot do that in our backyard. So we have to find a way, a scientific way, to keep staying ahead of the game. And that's why we always go to the laboratory to find the best way to neutralize dioxin in paper. The best way to neutralize vinyl chloride in plastic. The best way to do this, to do that. that that's what we do in symptometry. Mm. I love it. Dr. Yes. Nardi, I want to get some of that too because I'm glad that you said it like that because me, my, my response is a little more aggressive, but I'm glad that you gave it to me like that because people have been... Uh, using Elijah Muhammad's words without thinking. Oh, we must grow our own foods. Yeah, but you don't have the skill. <laughs> and it's impossible for you to get the skill if you're 20 or 30 years old and then if you were to try to depend on five or ten farmers 
they still going to get their seeds from Monsanto. So it's there nothing. You go. It's nothing. I'm saying on this show right now, y'all need to wake up and stop with that crazy shit because there ain't nothing you can do to stop the government and Monsanto. And when you eat your food and it's called organic in 2016 and 2017, it's still going to be genetically modified. Organic is a game. Organic, this is America. So all this, you know what I'm saying? Let's do the science. Dr. Nardi has got all of us in front of the curve. Study some tomatry. And what you're going to have to do is learn the lesser of evils. You ain't going to be able to get no perfect situation. That's it's, it's over because we haven't done the work to make a perfect situation. So now we want to come and respond and start panicking and say, well, I'm going to just say something. That's, that sounds good because somebody else said it years ago. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You got to start dedicating yourself to changing what time you go to bed, what um, how you think, the foods you put in your mouth, and then it's got to be a transition time. It's gonna take most. It's, it's gonna take some of us from 2012 to 2016 just to make an initial trans um transition. So all this stuff, we all got to grow our own food. If people don't have no skills to grow their own damn food, they'll die. They'll starve to death. They ain't never had no farm experience in Chicago. The people <laughs> in Bedside, in Queens, in Miami, these people don't know how to grow their own food, but they can go to the store and choose collectively what is the right thing to put in their body. And also a big shout out to all my religious zealots and dogmatic folks who think the world is going to end so they don't have to change their diet. The world is not going nowhere. The planet Earth is not going anywhere. And and, and all the other stuff that you got going on religiously is not happening. You're going to have to make a change, or otherwise you're going to be killing yourself by putting these wrong foods in your mouth, and you're not even going to see 75. You're going to keep seeing 40s and, and 30s and, and younger dying off. So eat scientific. Make the right decision. Get the book and start studying. I'm 42. I'm just starting to study. Dr. Abbott is older than me. He just starting to, well, I mean, he just starting to study symptometry. Why is it that you 25-year-olds and 18-year-olds and you parents don't have your children beating down the door of symptometry, going out here selling bottles to get that money up to get you an entrance exam so your child can come in and be your 401k plan? You think this election is going to save you? It doesn't matter whether Bush or Romney um Bush or Romney wins. The food is still going to be the food. They still got the same agenda. They're not the owner of the country. They're just a manager. They're just a part-time manager. Until we start taking control and doing something like what Dr. Nardi has proposed for us, we just out here playing around and bullshitting, and we got to cut that mess out, period. Am I still on? Am I still on? Oh yeah, you still on? Oh oh oh. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm gonna add to that what you what you saying. Like I, I don't see nothing wrong with say he ha, he has a, a college. I don't know if he has a campus or whatever. But the same way Ford when he he took the soybean and made the bumper, you can he did it by growing his own soy. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him using say his university or that space to start developing his his own food. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And you that's the way that they're going to We're going to sit back and watch them do it, and we won't be aggressive enough and do it. Bro, it's we too late, start, bro. 
Sorry. It's too late, bro. The game is already over. We can't get enough land. We can't get we can't get enough land. There's no way possible that they're gonna let you get enough land to start growing enough food to feed us. It ain't no us. It ain't no black against white. That's where you lose at. It's only one race on the planet, the human race. You, you ain't gonna have no black farm growing food for no black. You can forget about it. You can forget about it. And and collectively, black people are not gonna come together enough to buy no land to put nobody on. So the hypotheticals are cool, but what can you do today? Remember, Original Native Radio is a solution-oriented broadcast. That means what can I do tomorrow? What can I do tonight? Somebody buying some land? It's almost December. What you going to plant tonight? What you going to plant in the next three months? Nothing. Nothing. So you going to wait until the springtime? No, we can go get some land, but what you going to do between now and March of 2013? It's got to be an education process of what you're going to put in your mouth. But it first got to be a decision of how you're going to change your life. Now, I'm not getting at you. I'm talking about because you on the line. You ahead of the game. I'm talking about yeah. people who are listening to this download. I'm talking about all the other fanatics who are just out of their minds right now, thinking that they're going to go through some mortgage property. I'm going to just get some real estate. Okay, so you got your own house and you pay the taxes on it, but you still don't know how to grow no food and you don't know how to eat scientifically. You dead in the water. You a you a zombie. I'm a, I'm gonna start calling them zombies. You know what a zombie is? He just walking. That's the Walking Dead, and that's what this show is about to wake people up and give them options. So of course, you know, what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't coming at you, big brother, but it's a lot of people I come in contact with every day. Be coming to me with this, you know, what I'm saying a lot of crazy notions. That's really bullshit. I'm just calling it what it is. Yes, yes. I agree. All right, Big Justin, Justin, you saw that even, even this morning when I was talking to you, you know, uh, we are solution-oriented people. You know, we just don't yeah. like to talk about things. We want what is the solution going to be? What is the, prevention, what is the preventive measure going to be? What is this going to be? You see, we always think ahead, you see, because this this is how this is how this is the only way for us to survive on this planet, you see. And believe me, we cannot live in a bubble. It's it's, it's over. We cannot live in a bubble. I have I have I have seen I have seen people who said, oh, it's good to eat organic. Oh, it's good to eat organic. They eat organic and then they have dry skin. They eat organic and they have dry lips. They eat organic. They have dry eyes. They eat so organic it's, and raw. So, honestly, this is why we need a new train. A new train to head in the right direction. And that, that train is in symmetry. Yes, I'm on, the, I'm, on the, I'm on that train now. Oh, you're on the train? Oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. It's the ticket to get the downside of the tricky, man. Exactly. All right. Appreciate it, Justin. I got to get some more calls, all right? All right. Thanks a lot, man. All Thank right, you, man. Don't hang up. Caller from the 973. Caller from the 973-340. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Cheryl, New Jersey. Hi, Cheryl. 
Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. I got a very distressing phone call from Connecticut, a friend of mine, um, diagnosed with sarcoidosis and is presently in a coma, young woman. And I just wondered, is there help for her? Um, if she's in a, if if she's in a coma, um, if it were in a part of the world where, because we have that, we have done this before, where the person was in a coma and we have to bring the person back, and yeah. uh, if it is in a part of the world where. Um, uh, the, some physicians will allow us to do something, we'll be able to do so. But here in the United States, believe me, with all these pharmaceuticals and their drugs and all, the, no, it, they will not allow us to do anything. Because there is, uh, there is something that we, we, have, we, have, uh, we have particulates that we insect through, uh, the, through the rectum. And uh, this is where a lot of the, where the cells have a lot of glycogen, and then it goes straight uh, uh, to, to 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 produce more electricity in the yeah. So you you keep doing that, you keep doing that, you keep doing that uh, about uh, four times, four times every hour, four times every hour, because the person is not producing any any, any electricity at all. Everything is dead. Everything is shut down. So now is you need a big jolt of electricity to do that. And yeah. if only the physicians will allow you to do it, fine. But believe me, uh, the, most of them will not allow it. So we, we did that. We did that. In, we did that in two uh, West African countries. The physicians were very generous to allow us to do it, and we did it. Uh, you know, they, they are still they are still alive. They are still alive today. So it depends on the. And sarcoidosis, you know, many people suffer from sarcoidosis, but uh, you know, uh, you should, you should. These are polyps. These are polyps that keep growing and growing and growing because the person eats the wrong foods, especially foods that are full of potassium, you know. And then this is what causes yeah. a lot of inflammations. And uh, you know, uh, it's, I'm, I'm not saying that it's too late, but I'm praying that uh, you know she comes, uh, come, uh, comes out of the coma. And if she yeah, can walk. Yeah, I spoke her on Saturday. And mm-hmm. I get a call today that she's in a coma. Oh, and they, the doctor saw some eye movement today. Oh, okay. So I'm just uh-huh. praying and praying that she comes That's back. That's right. You see, if yeah. she comes back, because people have been in a coma before and they came back on their own, you know, so much, yeah. much, much. And uh, so surround the person. Okay, if you, I don't know, don't just make sure that, her enemies are not there to 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 discharge some negative vibrations. Uh, right. People so people who surround her uh, in the world. People who surround her should be her closest friends. People who want her to live. You see. Yes. Uh, this is what we advise all the time because we don't want negative vibrations there at all. People like you, people like her best friends, should be around her yeah. all the time. You know, okay. then, and then you see, then you are going to have a lot of inflow and outflow of positive energy, you know, yes. and then eventually uh, she, she could come up, you know. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much, doctor. You're welcome. And I have another question. My godmother lives in Peekskill, New York. She mm-hmm. is 
in her late 80s, mm-hmm. eight, about 87, and she's having a challenge with weakness of bladder. Is there anything for her? That is the minute nothing. she drinks something, she has to run to the bathroom. No, 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 no. Just tell her, tell her to relax. Secondly, age age is of no consequence. Uh, uh, 89, 90, 92, we don't care. You provided yes. there is a will to 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 live and a and a will to 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 reverse the the, the condition, we'll be able to do so. So if only the person, if only the family members or she herself is ready to stop yes, she is. eating, ready to stop eating certain foods, we are ready to take her on immediately. Okay, I'll have her call you tomorrow. Okay, she's ready. Okay, all right. And uh, and uh, uh, we have now a new system where uh, we have a, an emergency line for uh, because sometimes some packages may, may take about two weeks or three weeks before they are shipped. But we have emergency line for certain people, so uh, we will not we will not say who qualifies for the emergency line because you know once I make this known, people will be calling tomorrow. Oh, I have an emergency! I have an emergency! <laughs> <laughs> Life is an emergency, Doc. There you go. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, tomorrow morning I'm calling okay. you with my godmother and I'm going to say emergency. <laughs> okay. I thank you so much for taking my call, and I, yeah, I just okay, yeah, thank yeah, okay. hope, and I, I thank you for the positive energy. I can feel it traveling thank over you, to the you, Connecticut Hospital. Yeah, God right, bless her. Right. Thank okay, you, thank, thank you, you Doc. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This is a dream come true. I love it when we save lives. We got two more callers on the line. Caller from the 347-972. Kapunya, your microphone is wide open. Yes, yes, I was getting a little weary, but I I am learning to be patient and listening to the different callers and being so very thankful that I was introduced to Dr. Nardi's system of foods of what to consume. It is a blessing, and I can tell you, uh, categorically, since I have transformed uh, and eliminated some of the foods that I used to consume, I must say I am feeling much better uh, than I was before. And uh, Dr. Nadi is the bomb, you know. I mean, um, and every person that I, you know, have to treat because I do chakra balancing and sound healing and meditation, um, if I cannot help them, I introduce them to Dr. Nadi. And as a matter of fact, Dr. Nadi, a lady by the name of Marie is going to be calling you because she has issues with rheumatoid um, arthritis, and I already suggested some things to her, but that is a field that you would be able to uh, assist her with. And Kafunya, and Kafunya, uh, there is there is there is one lady who is almost healed of human rheumatoid arthritis. She wanted to come on the show today. 
to make the big announcement, but she's a bit shy, and she said she wanted maybe a few more weeks to, to, to regain her composure before she comes on the show. I said, well, it is her call. That is fine. So rheumatoid arthritis is curable. It takes time, but please, let, uh, we have to correct all the mistakes that the person made. And exactly. it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not and, easy. And I told her that you're the type of person who does not criticize anybody, and that's what I love about you. And what I love about Coach Kyer in his recent statement that we're all on the planet Earth together. We cannot live in a bubble. I always speak about that. But I want to get to my questions because I know other people want to come in on the call. Dr. Nardi, um, you recommended eating yogurt. Now, I've been eating, uh, consuming different types of yogurt. Since you suggested that um, goat cheese and blue cheese is, is good, I've been uh, consuming the, the yogurt made of goat, you know, made of uh, goat, and mm-hmm. also of uh, coconut at times, but mostly it, it's going to be either plain or vanilla yogurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to find out, uh, because there wasn't any Pacific in, in the 45 foods to consume, it was just eat yogurt. So yes, you I, see, I, and... Yeah, Kafunya, you say uh, when you are writing, you have to be very careful not to not you say, not to not to patronize or uh, you know don't create the impression the impression that you are sponsoring a particular company, exactly, a particular exactly. name brand. You know, uh, we don't want any lawsuits and all kinds of things. No, no, we don't. We, we right. don't want that. So, so we call you aside and then we tell you the kind of yogurt. That we, okay. we are talking about. Okay. So I'm I'm not I'm not going to release the name here. You can no. call me and then I'll whisper into your ear tomorrow or so. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I have an, I have another question too, um, with regards to the veggies that are on the list to consume. Yes. I like to juice uh, my veggies. I do a, a variety of things. I juice. And I also use low heat to to uh, prepare my vegetables. And I understand your whole system of how we have to cook the, the tomatoes to break down the so it can be digested. And I understand yes. mm-hmm. the onions and all of those other things. I don't use the garlic or anything, but I just wanted to find out if it was within the cytometry order that if I do choose not to cook the veggies, can I juice them? Yeah, if if you juice them, just make sure that you also add spirulina. Oh, okay, spirulina. Okay, spirulina. There's okay. Always, there's always, don't forget, there's always a secret. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's always a secret. Okay. And also, <laughs> I, also I wanted to... Um, find out that since I'm going to be juicing some of those veggies and I don't mix my vegetables and I don't mix my um, my fruit, I just, because of cytometry, That's I right. am learning. Yeah. I am yeah. learning. Okay, so is there anything particular that I can use to temper 
the bitterness of the veggie if I'm juicing it. Because, like, for instance, dandelions can be very bitter. To I juice. know. I know. But I do I it anyway, but sometimes I add a little pineapple juice to it. Oh, you can add simto honey. Honey, okay. No, no, simto, simto honey. Can you spell that? Oh, yeah. just like symptometry, just like symptometry, simto, then honey. Okay. All right. And do, and, and do you know how to prepare simto honey? If you don't know how to prepare simto honey, please call Dr. Abbott. Okay. You know how to do it? I think you have to add a pinch of white vinegar. No. Okay. Oh, oh, well, I don't know. Not white vinegar, no. There's a different kind of vinegar. There's a different one. Oh, that's for the ginger juice. Okay. Uh, well, you, you you find out. You call call the call the the the, uh, the the director of the school of the, the director of administration of the school, uh, Dr. Abbott. Call him tomorrow so that uh, so okay, that he shows you how to do it. And the final thing is that I love pineapple. Yes, yes, yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Huh? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I I I I just love what you're doing, and I love the fact that. I am learning to eat scientifically, and I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm in line with what I'm supposed to be doing because I do want to eat scientifically, and I, I, I'm here to live. I have a lot of things that I have to Exactly. Eat. And uh, I just want to thank you very, very much, and I will call the office uh, tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I left a message for you yesterday. I'm not sure if you you got the message, but I will call again <laughs> tomorrow. Okay, all right. All right, and Co- thank you very much. And Coach Kyrie, you rock. Thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. Peace and blessings. Okay, thank you. Thank this you. is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby. Thank you, Kafunya. I got one more call, and we're gonna get up out of here. Call up on the 615-346. Call up on the 615-346. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, Hello, my name is Sharon. I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Your name is what? Sharon. And where are you calling from? Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, thank you for calling tonight. How can we help you? Um, Thanks for taking my call. I already pretty much have a thank you um, to give to Dr. Nardi because um, for about a year and a half, I could not smell or taste due to the differing diets that I was going through because I have very low energy. And once I got on the right foods, um, after two weeks, now I can fully smell and taste. Um, the only lingering issue that I have is <clears throat> the mucus build-up issues, and I think that's connected to milk. Um, so I'm wondering, do I need to avoid milk? Is that what's triggering it? Because I'll have, like, about five elimination sessions a day <laughs> dealing, with that, dealing with that issue. Okay. Um, were, you, were, were, you, um, were you listening when I was discussing milk? Yes, and you were talking about the almonds. Milk, okay, and then did and then what did I say about myself and milk? What did I say? Um, I, don't I said I said I don't drink milk. Okay. So. And you remember you remember the opening statement? I said 
humans are the only species that still drink milk after weaning. You remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I found a way. I found a way to to replace everything that is in milk in the grains. That's why I eat any grain. That's why I eat this. I eat that. You see. So you have to find a way because. Uh, they don't drink milk only because there's phosphorus, there's calcium, you know. No, no, no. There are many, many other foods that have the same uh, nutrients. Okay. So, so look for this food. And uh, turnip green is a good one. Mustard green is a good one. Collard green is another good one. And then if you want legumes, then you have pinto beans, you have navy beans. And navy beans is the best. It's top, it's, it's top of the chart. You know. So, so that you live, you live. Uh, you leave milk alone. Not that you are lactose intolerant, but it's because sometimes you don't know that they have too much benzoyl peroxide in it, the bleaching factor in milk. It's the mm-hmm. bleach in the milk that, that causes a lot of irritation of your mucous membrane. Mm-hmm. You see? So it is not the milk per se. If you were in the, in the Maasai land in Kenya or something where, or somewhere where you drink natural milk, you will not have this problem. Mm-hmm. But here, everything has to be, you know, bleached, you know? Ooh, okay, so, because the only dairy product that I have begun, the one that I continue to use was actually the yogurt. And I think I'm having still the reaction to the yogurt. Well, um, that is fine. So, you, so replace yogurt with turnip grain. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And yeah. My, yeah, so no. that that would I guess that would solve the problem, and then I'll finally be with that issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's, 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 you know, living on this planet is very interesting. So we have all kinds of scientific options. The, the options are there, and if you don't use science to guide yourself, you keep making mistakes and mistakes and mistakes, and you know, you say, oh, uh, uh, it's your DNA. You, some of us, we are born like that. <laughs> and all that. I remember when I used to suffer a lot. People said, "Well, uh, so some of us we have the tuberculosis. Others have this. Yours is this is the disease that you have. Yeah, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know? No, 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 no. Every disease is curable, provided you you address the root of the problem. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. And then real quickly, my second question was um, another issue that I'm having is um, weight loss. So I understand that we actually uh, are you are you are you are you always losing weight or you are always gaining weight? No, I I stay pretty. I over the last let's just put it this way over the last year and a half of trying to lose weight by keeping a steady diet, um, I've only lost like twenty pounds, <laughs> and I'm stuck right there. <laughs> so okay, so you remember what I said about. Uh, Remember what I said about uh, methionine, uh, mm-hmm. where where uh, you need a lot of methionine, and I mentioned the source of methionine because if you don't do that, you're going to have a lot of fat accumulating your muscles, mm-hmm. and that is, that is very tough to that's very very tough to, to 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 get rid of, especially the fat that is that is the muscles in your thighs, in your yeah. biceps, everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you need a lot of methionine. So uh, when you do uh, Weight sh- weight shedding. We don't call it weight management. We are not managing weight. We are shedding unnecessary weight. That's why it's called weight shedding. Mm-hmm. 
uh, will show you exactly what to do. And especially if you are if you are doing some weight shedding, you have to eat only one meal a day. Uh, one meal, not one snack. A meal is totally different from a snack, and a snack is very different from, from a meal. So you meet, you eat only one meal a day, and then you eat about two or three snacks. You know, when you are hungry, it could be pineapple snack or something, or meat pie snack or turkey meat turkey uh, turkey snack or a turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich or uh, sardine sandwich or something like that. But a meal with oil and starch and all that is only once a day. You know, oh, then you okay. see, then, then you see that you begin to lose weight. Okay, then. Okay, well, that was my question. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Mm. Uh, also, Doctor Nardi, I wanted to um, to add. A lot of people have a lot of emotional ties to their external figure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you have an emotional block. So you can still change your food, change your diet. That's true, that's true. But but you may have an emotional, energetic feeling that's blocking you from your money, from waste elimination, because anything you lose, you find again. So you don't have the right terminology in the first place. You're trying to lose something that you're going to find. You want to eliminate. But there's an emotional block, and I heard it in you when you said, I'm stuck. Anytime a person says I'm stuck or confesses to being stuck, that is that is talking about their um their emotional buying to these things. So um if you need to get a um emotional freedom technique um session with Coach Kair, uh my phone number is three uh three three six five eight seven twelve fifteen or you can go to Coach K appointments or you can go to relaxation is the key and click on EFT. And when you click on EFT, there'll, there'll be like a box in there you can fill out for somebody, for, for me or my, for my assistant to get in contact with you to talk about it, to see if that's something that you want to do if you have more questions about it, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Karen. Thank you. The microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 612483. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Coach Kair, Dr. Nardi, how are you? Fine. Who is this, please? This is Leslie. I'm calling from Minneapolis. Yay! Who is that? This is Leslie. Oh, Leslie, okay. Leslie, yeah. So, um... I just have a question. Back earlier, um, Dr. Nardi, you were saying that um, mothers who drank a lot of soy milk during pregnancy caused um, the kids to be slower learners in school. And I think that we've, um, we're experiencing that in my family. Um, and so I just wonder, is there a way to counteract that? Um, no, one of the children, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't counteract it. You reverse it. Reverse it, okay? How? Yeah, you reverse. You, yeah, you reverse it by, 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 by this time de-emphasizing. You know, eliminate, eliminate uh, soy from the from, from the from from the family diet completely. Yeah, throw throw all the soy milk from the fridge. Everything should go. Everything should go. Yeah. And then, 
And it, it will take about, it will take about, uh, because Diad, Zain, and Jenistan, they always take about two to three months to leave the system. They don't leave the mm. system very easily because don't forget that they are soy hormones. They work exactly just like human hormones. So they blend in and uh, it takes about two to three months to, for them to, to break down and then leave the system. And then that's when you begin the, the, the Navy beans, uh, the Navy bean food. You know, oh, feed the yeah. feed the feed the children Navy beans. You know, because don't forget that that's why I keep I keep saying that everything that we do in the laboratory, we apply them to real life situations and we get results. So this mm-hmm. idea of children being slow learners, they forget. Even you tell them to go and get put bring something from the bathroom, they go to the bathroom and they stand there and they forgot what they went to the bathroom for. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I do that too. But yeah, <laughs> just just kidding. <laughs> so so please, you see, I'm not giving so I'm not giving so a bad name, but uh, you know, if you are not an Asian or you are not of Asian extraction, you don't have the genes to properly metabolize these two uh, uh, hormone-like substances. You know, so mm, uh, yeah, okay. you are, you have to be an Asian. If you are an Asian, ooh. You learn like fast, 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 because that's your game. It's you know makeup. But if you are not, uh, it will take you a long time. You 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 start in a very slow lane, you know, very very slow lane, and that's not good. People will think that you are retired, mentally retired, or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. They, you know that, that that's not true. It's just because you made the wrong food choices. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my question. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. Thank you, Leslie. It's awesome, baby. All right, and the and the last caller of the night, unless somebody else press one, because we only got nine minutes left. It is caller from the seven zero three. Now somebody else from caller from the seven zero three nine two six. Kimberly. Hi, good evening, good evening, everybody. How is everyone doing tonight? I have been listening attentively, and as always, every single time I am on the call, I learn something new, or what it is is Dr. Nordy has um, been able to uh, elegantly uh, weave all these uh, different sciences together to bring us symmetry, and I'm excited. Well, I'm just reporting tonight from the Northern Virginia um, chapter that we have been actively on the ground out here just trying to educate as many people as possible about symptometry. I'm excited that our last um, symposium we did at the Pathway Expo, we had about 30 new people that are interested in the school, so I'm really excited about that as well. One of the things, though, Dr. Norley, this week, which I thought was very interesting, I attended the um, Green Festival, and the big movement now is going vegan and then going vegetarian, and I just thought, wow. And then I thought about last week's um, call where you talked about trauma, and these people, although they are avoiding um, the abuse that the animals are going through, they are still, I was I was, I'm always now forced to ask people, how has your diet served you? Are you disease-free? Have, it, um, have, have any of your health issues been cleared? And oftentimes they've had some 
minor issues to go away, but they are still finding that they are still um, getting disease. Um, do you mind just elaborating a little bit on that for me? Because I think it's important that people are uh, emotionally tied to their diet, to their lifestyle, but they have not made the connection that although they may have stopped introducing some health disruptors to their day-to-day life, that they are still not healthy. So I would just like for you to just elaborate a little bit on that for me, and um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you see, many people many people have become vegetarians because of the way animals are being brutally killed or brutally slaughtered. Uh, and, in fact, uh, let's put it this way. They have a point. Uh, the animals that are traumatized produce traumatized tissues. And you eat traumatized tissues, uh, it will be very difficult for you to heal. So uh, they have a point. I have to give it to them. They have a point. But here is the problem. There are many, there are many items that are, there are many, there are many meats that are slaughtered in a very respectful manner. So if you can have meat that is slaughtered in a very respectful manner, you know, there are certain people who pray and beg for forgiveness and, uh, you know, uh, do certain rituals before slaughtering the, 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 the sheep, uh, the cow, and so on and so forth. If you do that, it's best for you to eat this kind of meat because they produce a lot of hem iron. That is the kind of iron that most of our enzymes are made from. And if you don't have this kind of iron, it will be very difficult for you to rebuild tissue fast enough. And if you don't rebuild tissue fast enough, you will not heal because the definition of health starts with tissue renewal. Plants are good, but you have to know the kind of plants you are eating because all plants are not created equal. Some have more health disruptors than others. So you have to eat scientifically. Know what is in what you are going to put in your mouth. If you do not do that, you are going to ingest a lot of moles. If you ingest a lot of moles, in addition to health disruptors, the MSGs, the solanin, and all that that are, that are in the plant, you will be the loser. So living scientifically requires a good balancing act. You have to keep weighing the pros and the cons all the time, and you have to be alert. So these labels of being vegetarian, being vegan, being a meat eater, being a one-day meal eater and all that, don't count if you don't know how to live scientifically. So basically that's what I will add to what you said. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm done. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing a good job in Virginia. Thank you. Get up, Kimberly. All right. Now, of course, we got about four minutes left and two more callers. Uh, one originally was an accident, I think, and then they try. Uh, they might be on now. Caller from the 215. Is your, your microphone? Hello? Caller from the 215. You still don't have it right. Caller from the 678. 678-558. Your mic is open. Caller from the 6... I'm sorry. 
446. Your microphone is open. Bless, this is Rashid calling from Atlanta. What's going on, Rashid? You got two minutes. I was just uh, listening to the show, and I was wondering about uh, hearing about the oils. Uh, how do the cooked oils, as far as frying uh, fish or even tempura vegetables, uh, sautéing things with oil, how do how does the oil and how hot should the oil be or not be, and how does it affect the cells once inside the body? Oh no 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 once. And oil, oil is always best. You cannot, if you want to measure the temperature of the oil, uh, that be very, that is very difficult, especially on a stove or something like this. That is very difficult. But once you know that it's well cooked and and the oil is well soaked in, once it gets into your body, once it gets into your system, it is released automatically. And this is part. This is part of the oil. This part of the oil that your liver is going to use. To produce good cholesterol for all your cells. So, uh, as far as the degree of heat is concerned, uh, it does not matter very much because it's better for you to have something that is that is hot and oil that is hot and it's not saturated. The difference is saturated oil versus unsaturated oil, and then vis-a-vis poly unsaturated oil. The poly unsaturated oil is not good at all. These are the corn oil, uh, corn oil, the peanut oil, and the almond oil. These are not the kinds that you have to cook with. So I always, I always recommend that you go with the unsaturated oils, uh, especially canola and uh, and olive. Olive in, olive oil is number two. It's not the best, but canola is the best, and olive oil is not too far behind. It's okay, but uh, I would still recommend. That you 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 cook with oil that is that that is fairly hot, so that this brings out most of the linoleic acid that is.